Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Otaku American. This is your host, Big L, with my co-host, Mikey Fresh. What's good, everyone? And today, I'm going to talk to you mainly about some tech news. Well, it's mostly gaming news, some game uh, trailers I've been checking out. Well... Before two in you, particular that really caught my interest. Before you go into that, uh, as you most of you already are aware, uh, E3 happened last week. Yes, it did. So, of course, those trailers yes, are probably did. in regards to what happened during E3. For me, E3 was... It, I wasn't as hyped for E3 as I usually am. Well, as I used to be um, years prior. I don't know, um, man. I was actually pretty amazed because... The, the games that come out now, considering the technology, yeah. are just loads and loads and just way, way, way more in-depth and colorful and exciting, and it gives you so much to do in these new games. It's just crazy. Yeah, I, I agree to some extent. It's just, I don't know, I, I, I wasn't wowed by anything, really. Um, really? Like, like the order eighteen eighty five or whatever that is. Okay. For PS four, I kind of already knew about that game, so for them to show it again was like, eh, okay, that's cool. They did have some new stuff. There was a game on PS four that is also available on PlayStation Vita that I was kind of interested in, and that was uh, Mech Runner. You know how I feel about Mech games. Yeah. So Mech Runner was that. Uh, it looked like it's an indie game where it's like you're playing a third person shooter. But it's like linear. It's relatively rail, and um, but your mech turns into like a battle tank, and your mech has swords and different weaponry and things of that nature. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. But okay, other than that, there was um, you know, there was you know your obligatory uh, Halo spot. Uh, there was um, some stuff that Sony showed, but I find I found it in regards to that. I found it uh, that Sony did what. It, it, PlayStation and Microsoft reversed roles this year as opposed to last year. Last year, Microsoft showed a lot of te- a lot of tech stuff. They're like, yeah, Kinect can do this, that, and the third. Our console can do this, that, and the third. They didn't show too much games. No. Whereas really. PlayStation Four showed a lot of games, but not too much hardware. Yeah. And so the Microsoft thing—that's mainly what I had a problem with. Yeah. Turning this a game console. So the next year, Microsoft shows nothing but games, and PlayStation shows us all a lot of tech stuff. So I, you know, and a lot of people are like, well, Mike, PlayStation is one, and I was like, well, let's pump the brakes a little bit. You can't say somebody won after their first year. Hola, hola, because you know, um, PlayStation. People could have said easily that PlayStation won to some extent last year, last console uh, grouping. But play, but Xbox kept with momentum over and over again, and then they ended up winning. So it's too early to say who won what. Personally, within uh, I know I own both consoles. I own Xbox One, but I own the Xbox One first, and they got a PS4. LB, you got what? I got the PS4. Yeah, the PS4 and the Xbox 360. Yeah, yeah. So. And we just, we, for the most part, we really just recently got the PS4. Like, I got mine maybe a week, two weeks before you got yours. Right. So, you know, it's like, I have Watch Dogs on PS4, which I never play. I have, <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have Major League Baseball, which I rarely play. And surprisingly, the game that I play the most would probably be um, 
Final Fantasy 14, which yes, is sir. an MMO. Which is odd because I'm not really one for MMO games. Secondly, I'm not really one for Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy games general. either. So, all my area right there. But you know what it is? It was a, the reason why I got that game was I played Final Fantasy X, which was the first one that was. Um, no, 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 no. It, it was it was eleven. It was eleven. I'm that sorry. Was the MMO. Final Fantasy eleven. I played Final Fantasy eleven, which was the MMO, and I didn't like it. But a lot of people didn't like that. A lot, yeah. So a lot of people. They, didn't, and they, it, it, didn't play it like took Final a lot Fantasy of tweaks and, and updates it, and stuff like that. It seemed like that that was their beta test for this game. Yeah, I ended up have I ended up liking um, fourteen. That was fourteen. Although fourteen is like once you. Like you mentioned it because we play again, we play with each other on that game. Yeah, and we also play with C Breezy, um, C Breezy, who uh, who's been on the show from time to time. And I actually haven't had the pleasure of partying with on that game yet. Yeah, well, C Breezy, we got the party. Come on, man. Well, our schedules. I know for he and I, our schedules are like kind of crazy, but um, so we're playing a game. We're playing, you know. Uh, it, once we get more information, we may start our own free company or guild or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm looking into doing We would that. love to have uh, fans of the show and things of that nature on um, on the on the game itself. Later on, we'll tell you what our game um, our gamer tags or whatever they call it on PlayStation are our profile names. Yeah, well, I just call them gamer tags. Gamer tags, yeah. <laughs> so regardless of but, the system. Uh, what was the uh, games you? What trailers did you see that you were like, "Oh man, I gotta talk about this"? <laughs> well, one of the first trailers I saw was for a game called No Man's Sky, PlayStation Four, and yeah, yeah, I'm giving you this weird look. I'm like, <laughs> Don't look at me like that. No, it's called No Man's Sky. I could see how that name could be taken the wrong way, but from what you can tell in the trailer, you yeah. can go from planet to planet. And you have your spaceships, and they have space stations and fleets all over the place. And you go to planets, you can actually see indigenous life forms. By any chance, is that an indie game, or is that like a top, top um, publisher game? Well, this game... It uh, sounds like it's an indie game, that's why I'm asking. You know what? I'm not even going to say. That's because you don't know. I'm going to let you check. <laughs> I'm going to let you find that on your own. Because I got it right here in front of me. What was so, the game? What's the name of the game again? It's, it's called No Man's Sky. I mean, you're watching the trailer, and... You're in first-person view. I don't know if you can go to third-person or select a character and go really in-depth with the character generation on that. I don't know. But it's got you checking the world. You can see, like, one planet has, like, dinosaur-looking things. It's got, like, pterodactyls. And then you're in a spaceship, and you leave the planet, and you see all of these other spaceships and stuff out in the, out in the cosmos. And you go to all these other planets. The game actually looks... I don't know if it's colonization of worlds. I don't know if it's just exploration. If it's exploration and colonization. I don't know. I don't know exactly what they're doing in the game. But it actually looks pretty fun. Because it looks like you can do a whole lot of things in it. They just don't really go into a whole lot of depth and detail as to what exactly they're going to tell you what you can and can't do. Yeah. I'm going to check this game we out check, anyway, We definitely got to check this game out. This It's beginning to pique my interest also. Yeah. So... Yeah, we gotta definitely check that game out. That sounds like that sounds like something right down my alley. Considering I like SimCity and things of that nature and yeah. life. And, and if they actually let you and like spore. build and change some things, I don't know if they're just gonna do it like building wise. But if they actually yeah. let you like mess with the organisms on each planet, then that would be pretty cool too. Yeah. Hot. Hot. Uh, any other trailers that you saw that you uh, really liked? 
Yeah, it, it was actually one because myself and a couple of uh, close friends on Xbox Live, we all have Dead Island. We play Dead Island 2. We, we pretty much play every Dead Island. What's the name of that game? Slash like? zombie game. What are you talking about? Left 4 Dead? No, I don't play. I don't. You know, I don't play zombie games. But there's a game that I will see you play all the time. State of State Decay. Decay. State of Decay. Really, if I were to play a zombie game, that would be the game to get. Because that seems like it's like building your own base, yeah, having people helping base, people out, and then they help you people, and things. Recruit them. Yeah. Rescue them. But what's airlifted out? But what's this uh, zombie game you're about to mention? Dead Island. Dead Island Two is. Oh, the I've next seen a trailer for that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Dead at first, I didn't even know it was a trailer at first because <laughs> it, it looked like it had this dude like jogging. Movie, yeah, right? this dude jogging. <laughs> and then he jogs, and then this girl sees him as she's jogging the opposite way. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, you see her get attacked by a zombie. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> which, which is pretty much what? the exact way it happened on Dead Island 1 and uh, Dead Island Riptide. I was like, be, being that I've never played any of the games, and for me to see that trailer, I'm like, what kind of stuff is yeah, this? Yeah, that's that's the pacing of that game. You got through the first maybe minute and a half of the game, everything's cool, everything's fine. Then people just start getting attacked, and it stays like that throughout the entire game. Yeah. Just zombies everywhere trying to eat you, beat you down. And they don't eat you right away. They punch you in the face kick you in the nuts and make sure you go down first and then start eating you. It's like, oh, we got UFC zombies. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I have to check it out. If it, what uh, consoles is it coming out on? I'm going to get it on a 360. It's also coming out on the PlayStation 4. It's not coming out I mean, on you know, Xbox One? Why did I say 360? Probably because I play every other one on the 360, but it comes out on Xbox One and it comes out on PlayStation 4. Oh, and then it's also coming out on a current well the it's old probably gonna be on a, cause you said Xbox 360 and Xbox One I wasn't talking to you you can turn yourself back off did we even say Xbox One this is the that, thing that, that actually me. I said I said Xbox One just now I didn't say it, I didn't tell but it to turn on you didn't say it on it was just no. like I heard you guys it, it's talking just like, you're talking to me huh you want me to do something no Xbox guys One talking to me. No. it's like a dog as soon as it sees you, we get all excited, wagging his tail, barfing around, jumping around. It's like, relax. I don't relax. No, st- it's not that kind of party. Yes! Yes! Yeah, uh, I, I, outside of those two games, it, like, I, I noticed that Nintendo decides they're going to make, you know, that, um, because they have an NFC um, uh-huh. um, adapter in their game controller. And I see that they're trying to, like, you know, um, what's that, Skylanders, where it's the little figurines, and you put them in the deck, and it goes into the television. That whole yeah, big yeah, phenomenon. I think, I think that is uh, That's Skylanders. what they're doing with, um, that's what they plan on doing with, uh, Nintendo plans on doing that. And I think they want to do that in regards to with Super Smash Brothers, the new one that's coming out. Really? So they're, they're basically just trying anything to get people to pay attention to them any, um, now. Because I'm like, first of all, you guys messed up. You guys were the ones who decided we're going to make um, a console that, you know, is not even on par with the rest of the consoles that's out now. And now you're just trying to catch up. You might as well just made something, like, that was on par with PlayStation and Xbox One and PS4. As opposed yeah. to making something that's just better than Wii in the yeah. effect of a Wii U. So and you know most of the, you know I mean, it's it's, it's great to its own right. it's great to have yeah. 
It's great to cater to children, but at the end of the day, children aren't the ones who buy the consoles. No, Their parents not. do. So, you know, there's, you know, that's the flaw in which, in your logic. Because when you come out with a console, that's that fun, quote-unquote fun and cheap and everything else and um, has a nice little gimmick. When those kids get older, they're going to want PlayStation and Xbox. Exactly. The younger kids... Who the kids younger than them aren't gonna want Wii, they're gonna want PlayStation or Xbox because they're gonna look at Wii being a little kid's um, game system. Yeah, so they're, they're not gonna want to be bothered with something like unless that. you got parents who are like, I know I have friends who bought their kids the Wii and Wii U, but they only bought them the Wii and Wii U because they feel that their kids are too young for a PlayStation or an Xbox, which makes no sense to me in that regard, but still. You know, but, but hey, if that's how you want to uh, teach, if that's how you want to raise your kids. I'm not telling you how to raise your kids. So, but yeah, you do that on your own. Yeah, but um, to go see, and uh, the only reason why I tell my friends who are who plan on buying their kids a Wii U, um, I don't really play. I don't really tell them to not do it. I just tell them when you buy a console, right? You got to put keep in mind. The life cycle of a console. The life cycles of consoles now are like seven, eight years. Right. So you buy your kid a Wii U. If they're six now, eight years from that, they'll be fourteen. They're not going to want a Wii U anymore. They're going to want. You're going to end up buying them another console anyway. So yeah. you might as well just buy the console you figure they're going to want. Why Unless buy a Wii you U when you can just buy a regular console? Yeah, like you I had a Wii U. Money, Don't okay. get me wrong. I had a Wii U. And I liked it to some extent, and I ended up selling it off because I never played it. My friend played it more than I did, and she didn't play it that often. So, you know, if I had a kid, I would never get my kid a Wii U. I'm not trying to bash Nintendo. We all grew up with Nintendo. I'm yeah. not trying to bash Nintendo's them. great. It's just that their console is not meant for anyone older than 13. It's just not. And when they do have games that are like mature rated games, like this was that Bayonetta 2 and uh, X, those games ain't coming out anytime soon. So why even bother? And eventually when they do come out, they're going to eventually come out on the other consoles anyway. So, you know, Nintendo-wise, I think the last Nintendo console that, a, that an adult could play that had your regular games um, 10 or over or what have you, I think the last one was... Um, what was it? The the GameCube? It probably was the GameCube. I'm thinking at first what came to mind was N64, but no, GameCube had games like that too. Yeah. So it's yeah. just that GameCube was at the, around the time that Xbox and PlayStation were out. So a lot of people were kind of focusing on that. And I guess Nintendo kind of like gave up, if you think about it. They gave up on that race. They're yeah. like, you know what? We're not even going to bother with that. We're just going to make something really, you know, uh, gimmicky, really. Yeah. Like, and, you know, motion I had, control. I had a GameCube. But what the, at the time, the only thing that really killed the GameCube for me was that it had a phone jack dial-up. It didn't have a uh, cable jack. And the systems that were coming out at that time had cable jacks. So are there any other games that you're interested in um, possibly uh, that you're looking at? Well, there's, there's two games that I'm definitely going to get. I don't even need to see the trailers for. It's going to be Mass Effect 4. And I just I just recently 
with the PlayStation 4. I just recently got infam- uh, uh, the, the, uh, the new Infamous game. Uh, Second Son. Yeah, Second Son. And there's another Infamous coming out. Of course. So I'm going to be getting that also. I don't even need to watch the trailer. There's for Uncharted 4 coming out also. But yeah, but ain't nobody got time for that. Uncharted 4. Is, but you say that, but the thing about Uncharted 4 is I believe that's the last Uncharted that's coming out. Is it? Yeah, they said they're gonna end the series, not end the series, but end that arc of the series. Okay, so, and you know, just like Infamous, they had the Infamous games, and now Second Son is kind of like on a different, yeah, you know, storyline. So, it, and I think that's what they're doing with Uncharted. Like. They're like, you know, a lot of people are tired of Nathan Drake, so maybe we can still use Nathan Drake. We just put him in a different circumstance. Whereas, like, or we'll use another character. We'll make up a new character and put him in a different circumstance. Yeah. So I'm still trying to figure out how Infamous Second Son, how they came up with that. Because knowing the ending for Infamous 2, both endings, it's like, where did this come from? Well, since you're speaking of Second Son, I haven't played it, but uh, what would your review of the game be? And what would your score be of the game so far since you've been playing it? So far? Well, since I've only... um did maybe three missions just looking at the gameplay and the control and the voice acting and the graphics of the game and the overall in in in-game mechanics it's they've actually got it down tight it's tight yeah Hmm. so if i were to give it at this point if i were to give it one two five Living energy blasts, I'd probably give it four and a half. Energy blasts to the face. Now, let's preference this by saying this is only, he's only, what, maybe 10 hours into the game? Maybe? Not even. Not, not even. Like five hours into the game? Maybe six. Maybe six. So, this is a almost like a preliminary kind of review on a six-hour spent yeah. on this game. And the so, thing about let's, Infamous, see if it, let's see if it changes. The thing about Infamous, you, the game is great, so you're pretty much guaranteed to play it at least twice. Yeah. Because you have the good side and you got the bad side. You want to yeah. see both endings, so you're going to play it twice. Yeah. Almost definitely four and a half energy blasts to the face. That's kind of high for only six hours, though. Well, it is infamous. Yeah, I guess. I, was, I am still new to it. Yeah. Not the whole genre, but that, game. that game in particularly. Like I mentioned earlier, we I have um, Watch Dogs on um, PS4. And it's not... Now that I've played it, it's not a matter of the game really being that bad. It's just that it's not revolutionary. Like they put the, they brought the game out. They they marketed the game like it's like oh brand new this that and the third and you know you'll be able to do this that and the third and everything is gonna be great. And I play the game and I'm like, aside from the hacking part and even the hacking part is kind of iffy because the only part of the hacking part that's not that's new that I look at as being new is when you have your cell phone and you could read anyone's information, anyone's yeah. information. But outside of that. Everything else has been something that's done already. The whole open world thing is basically the same as any other open world game. Yep. The hacking in that game is the same as the hacking that's in the in the um, Warframe that's on um, is it on PlayStation 4, which is also coming out to the Xbox One. Um, the hacking is very similar to each other. Well, the, no, I'm sorry. The hacking isn't. It's similar in the fact that it's not. It, they're both puzzles. 
and they're not really particularly hard puzzles at that. So, like, Warframe, you have five, like, um, what, octagons, I believe. You have five octagons, and you got to move the shapes so that the, um, the lines, like, the triangles intersect or the lines intersect, and they make one, like, path. Whereas um, Watch Dogs does something similar. It has a circuit, and then you got to move certain um, octagons so that the circuit can go all the way through the uh, pathway. So it's vir it's virtually the same thing. It's yeah, just, that does you sound know, almost identical. And I'm saying Warframe is free. So oh. Warframe's free. Well, that and puts it in a much greater light. <laughs> if Warframe free. is free. And uh, Warframe, you know, just to go off topic a little bit, Warframe is a M is an MMO free-to-play on PS4, which is about to come out on Xbox, where you play these weird-looking frame things, alien-looking life forms that uh, have swords, guns, and a whole bunch of other random stuff. And um, basically, you go through board and board. You go through boards and you just fight stuff. It's kind of like dungeon crawling, except um, it's aliens involved and yeah. their weaponry is part of their part of their body, really. Part of their so, anatomy. Yeah, but it has it has hacking features where, like, if um, the whole purpose is to be stealth. And if you get found out, you kill all the guys in the area, and then you hack into their system to reset their system. So, and that's where the hacking on that game and the hacking of um, Watchdogs are very similar to each other. Like so similar that I almost ex I almost explained the wrong game. That's that's how similar they are. They're extremely their hacking functionality is extremely similar to each other. They're like almost identical, but. And to go back to uh, Watch Dogs, I would probably give, me personally, I would probably give Watch Dogs, from the amount of time I've spent on the game, uh, probably a solid three. Probably just a three, maybe. Yeah. It's like, me, me, to me, it's mediocre because it's already been done. Three in-game hacks? Three in-game hacks. Yeah, out of five. Out of five. Warframe is, is since I'm, I might as well give a review for that. I thought Warframe was actually pretty decent because you could f you could fight with a sword and it's like kind of ninja stealthish, but at the same yeah. time you have guns, so you so, can go either either way or use both of them. Yeah, you could go either way or use both. One type yeah. of attack for and being that it's free and it's about to come out on Xbox One, um, I would probably give that a three and a half. Because I could see that being, for me, a lot of games could get repetitive quickly. Three and a half organic hacks out of five. Out of five, yes. So just to transition real quick, we're going to um, talk about a few movies. Uh, we haven't seen anything yet. We were, we were planning on seeing something um, this, this morning. Tom Cruise movie. Uh, I don't know if I want to see that. <laughs> the more I'll, time goes by, I don't, I'm, the more I'm, I'm like, I'm probably hey. going to end up watching it online. Okay, that that work out for me. I uh, will see Twenty Two Jump Street um, probably this probably tomorrow. Okay, so uh, we'll have that review ready for um, Twenty Two Jump Street tomorrow. Um, it'll probably be like a separate. It'll probably be a separate show like we've done with X Men before, where it's extremely short and we're pretty much just talking about X Men. So you know, uh, look out for that Twenty Two Jump Street review. And look out for LB's uh, review of um, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. A movie we mentioned in the same um, episode as Godzilla. It was Godzilla, Edge of Tomorrow, and 22 Jump Street. So, 
you know, uh, eventually we're going to probably do another podcast in which we talk about the three of them and how we felt. Yeah. The prior, how we felt at that time and how we feel about the movies afterward. I can tell you right now that I probably felt I was more stoked for Godzilla after afterward than I was back when we did that show. When we did that show, I wasn't even sure what we were going to get. <laughs> and then, you know, after seeing the movie, uh, I really liked the movie. Yeah. So, but um, that's a movie I would actually go out and buy on DVD and not sell it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's probably true. To go into some other um, news, was there any manga uh, that you have? Uh, well, no. Well, I, before you get to that, what were you about yeah, to say? I, I just wanted to uh, highlight. Um, a little bit of tech news that they uh, have going on here. Apparently, uh, Microsoft is thinking of bringing um, <clears throat> is bringing uh, Cortana to ISO and Android. Really? Because yeah. I thought no, but see the, the thing about personal digital assistant. No, I, I understand what Cortana is supposed to be because she's like that for their Windows Phone. She's like you know how you have Siri on um, yeah iOS. Cortana is supposed to be yeah, like you Siri have a on friend. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Cortana is supposed to be like Surrey on Windows phones. But it's odd that they're just going to take her, take Cortana and make her available on um, iOS or Apple um, iOS. Android. Google Androids. Android. There's, there should be like some random alien sounding techno robot monster. Yeah, that should be theirs instead of like that random annoying person that I hear when they <laughs> when I ask a question on my phone and they're like, hello, 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 hello. please repeat pizza. Right. Please repeat pizza. <laughs> please repeat pizza. We've please, got your answer you for saying in. We've got your request for shoehorns. I didn't ask for shoehorns. I, I, I asked for pizza. pizza. Surfboards. No, no. Pizza. Sneakers. You know what? I'm done. Forget it. But um, yeah, that's I don't know how to feel. I don't know what to feel about. I I like I had this i the iPad Mini and it has Surrey. I don't even know how to use Surrey on it. <laughs> so I just don't. I'm like I see like when the settings is like Surrey and then I'm like uh, I don't feel like going through all this. So I just don't even bother. And besides that whole Surrey thing and all that other stuff. No, I'm sorry. I did use Surrey before. And I asked stupid questions. And she gave, like, stupid answers. And I was like, all right, I'm done with this. I was like, I'm not going to ask any more questions. So, no, yeah, I did use Surrey before. I just didn't like it. I don't really see the whole purpose. Like, unless you're, like, unless you've got issues with talking to people, I don't understand, like, the whole purpose of Surrey or Cortana or... Or whatever Android is going to use, because you know they're going to use something. So, well, in light of all of that, I just wanted to also say that uh, apparently there's a rumor that Microsoft is thinking about putting Cortana on the Xbox. I will shut you off, <laughs> Xbox. So, so now, when the Xbox decides to just randomly turn on, we're going to have Cortana on there asking us random questions too. Maybe Cortana will be talking to the Xbox. They're going to have their own private conversation. Oh, you know what? You know what that reminds me of? Um, lately, there have been people complaining about the... Um, there's a commercial with some actor, and I can't remember his name offhand. And um, he talks about um, how he likes his connect on the Xbox One. Yeah. And throughout the commercial, he'll say, like, Xbox on and all the other little commands. And then the Xbox would hear that. 
and then start doing whatever the commands were. So, yeah. and then people were complaining about that, but at the same time, it's like a really, it's a real easy fix. Really, it's a matter of just um, calibrating your Xbox, your um, sound system, and your Xbox, and not having your speakers that close to the um, Xbox Connect. But it, it, to me, I just thought it was funny because they said that commercial comes on if you're watching TV, which we don't watch that much television. If you're watching not TV, it comes up like three or four times. So you have to worry about, you know, your Xbox hearing that over yep. and over again. So <laughs> Xbox record that. It's like, okay. It's like, no, I didn't ask you to record that. There's nothing to record. Yeah. It's like, uh, well, what can you do? But I thought that was um I thought that was funny. At any point in that commercial, does he say Xbox off? <laughs> no. Because if you're watching your the TV you just shut off. <laughs> just turn off. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that would suck. I do enjoy how um, you have these car companies coming out with these uh, in-dash, like, it's not enough for you to, like, possibly kill yourself in your car while you're driving, and I'm talking on the phone, but now you're going to have in-dash talking on the phone type stuff, like, BMW is adding in-dash GoPro support, and, uh, yeah, I saw that. And all this other stuff. And I'm like, it just seemed like another It's cool. Idea. It's cool that you want to do that. And you're saying, well, if they don't have the phone in their hand, then they'll be okay. It's not a matter of them having a phone in their hand that's making the problems. It's a matter of them being They're on being the phone by the conversation. while driving. That's the issue here. Because it's you need not... to take into account, not every human being can have a conversation and drive a car at the same time. Yeah, some people really do need to pay attention. So, so you know, you know what I think car companies should finally come out with, which they should have no problem doing this day and age. Do you remember the movie Demolition Man? Yeah, the self-driving thing. Yeah, you sit in the car they and say self-drive, and, yeah. and the wheel, the driving wheel, recess back into the uh, yeah, dashboard, goes into the yeah. dash, and the car drives itself. Yeah, there you go. Problem solved. Then you can text away, tablet away, talk away, whatever you're doing. Drink some vodka. The car's driving itself. Who cares? <laughs> Jesus. So, um... You won't be drunk driving anymore. I have two questions for you. The first one, well, it's more like three. One, it's three questions, but two of them revolve around the same thing. Um, how do you feel about Project Morpheus and the PlayStation TV? Project Morphe Morpheus being the VR glasses yeah. that are coming out for um, PlayStation 4 and probably other PlayStation products later on. I see so many prototypes and all of these different virtual things that you could slap on your face to have a better virtual experience and they got people bending light in your eyes man it, it, you know what when i look at all of this stuff me being the age i am now the it, and whenever i see something like that i immediately think okay this looks like just it, it, it looks like the virtual boy on, with nitrous oxide. It just looks like a giant, well, not a giant one, because the virtual boy was just humongous for no reason. And it, it looks like they just took the virtual boy and just threw some different lenses on it and spray painted it a different color. But obviously that's what people want. People want a VR experience. Why? I'm not entirely sure, but they do want one. I want a perfect virtual reality experience. Because I still haven't mastered regular reality, so I want to try to master virtual reality. Does that so, make sense to you? Uh, 
Yeah, sure. As long as you're paying me your money, why not? So you're you're not really fond of the Project Morpheus, but what about the uh, well, PlayStation it's, it's, TV? It's, it's not a fact of me being fond of it or not. I just have little to no interest in it. I'm going to check it out anyway because, you know, it's new tech and I'm going to see exactly what they have going on with that. Of course, that's that kind of goes without saying, but the uh, how about the PlayStation TV? Well, what do you think about the PlayStation TV? For me, the PlayStation TV, it's obviously a companion kind of a device. Um, if you're not familiar with what the PlayStation TV is, the PlayStation TV is a, um, a little device that's kind of like a Roku box, but it's it's like adding, it's like putting an Apple TV in a Roku box in a small PlayStation, like PlayStation, basically like a PlayStation 3 almost, but it has no media ports. It doesn't have a, a media drive uh, as an optical media or anything like that. It basically you plug your Ethernet cord into it. You plug like a, maybe a USB. It might have an SD card. I'm not sure um, port. But um, for me, the big thing was um, the PlayStation TV. Like, all right, I have my PS4 upstairs. Yeah. Um, I have a PS4 upstairs on a 32-inch television. My Xbox One is hooked up downstairs on a 42-inch television. Right. Now, if I wanted to play my PS4 on my 42-inch television, I would have to unhook my PlayStation 4, bring it downstairs, and then plug it back in and watch things on that television. But the PlayStation TV, the PlayStation TV originally was called the Vita TV in Japan. What it would do, it would allow you to use your Vita games and view them on a larger television as opposed to viewing them on the Vita itself. So the PlayStation TV basically just adds on to that where you, if you have your PlayStation TV hooked up to the same network as your PS4 and your Vita, you can technically, well, there's no technical. They've said that you can, like, watch or anything that you're doing on PS4, you can move it to the PlayStation TV, which is hooked up to another television. Let's say if you're a family man and your wife or your kids want to watch something on your um, on the television that the PS4 is on, then you can just inf- you can move that information that image and move it onto the PlayStation TV. And the PlayStation TV has a controller, so you yeah. can still play the games. It's not just strictly for like Netflix. Um, Crunchyroll or any of those other apps. It's also, you can play games through it. Now, the controller that they have pictured next to the PlayStation TV looks like it's a DualShock 3 and not the new controller that's on the PS4. So it kind of leads me to believe that it's really set up right now for, if it were to come out now, PlayStation 3? It's set up for PS3, PS2, Vita, that kind of thing. But if it's set up for Vita, it should be also set up for PlayStation 4 because Vita's Exactly. You know, completely connected with the PS4. But for me, it, it's hard. Like somebody, I was talking to a friend of mine. Um, I was talking to um, Jay Optics from uh, the Nickels and Dimes 360 show, and we were saying um, he I, I, he asked me how did I feel about E3, and I said, well, I didn't watch a lot of it. Um, there were things that I saw that I liked, and some other things. But the thing that kind of piqued my interest was the PlayStation TV. Out of all the hardware they've shown, the P- the PlayStation TV was like the one that I was like, I was all interested in. Because, like I said, I have my PS4 on one television, and I would like to see it on my PS, my um, larger television. But I don't want to move these consoles all around. Yeah. So the play, if the PlayStation TV allows me to do that, and it's a really small box. 
the controller is about the size of the box itself. So it's like the size of maybe my um, Apple TV. Then that would be great. I would love to do that. I would see, do that all day. See, my thing with the play, I don't like the PlayStation TV. Why not? Just because of the way that they set it up. It just seems like they put extra stuff on it that is just useless. Now, Like what? If I were to make something like this, yeah. perfect example. You know how my 360 has the wireless port you stick on the back? Yeah. That links it from the 360 to the wireless port to the router? Yes. What I would do with the PlayStation TV, instead of having like an extra control and having that hooked up somewhere and you got to do all this other extra crap, what I would do is have that as a wireless device, have you would use the same controller you use for the PlayStation. You would link your PlayStation to the PlayStation TV and link the PlayStation TV to whatever TV you want to do whatever on, and you would use your same control. You could leave your PlayStation in another room, you bring your control, walk into another room, and you could just play it just like that in that other room. You yeah. wouldn't have to have an extra control, no extra wiring, because everything would be wireless. Yeah, I guess. That seems like the thought process that they initially had, but either they made a last-minute change or somebody was like, no, we got to get more money or something happened and they decided to make it, all right, we're going to do this with it. That's just how it seems to me because with a device like this, that seems like the thought that they initially had. You know, you take your, you take your, I was about to say Xbox, you take your PlayStation control, take a wireless device, link it to the PlayStation, to your, the TV of choice that you want to do whatever on, set it next to the TV, on your PlayStation 4, you have a little app or something, turns it on, you go into the other room and just play it just like that. No extra work. Yeah. I just realized something in regards to the PlayStation TV. I was looking at the specs, and it has a solid set of um, hardware features. It has a Cortex 9, A9 uh, processor, Ethernet, USB 2.0, HDMI ports, uh, (coughs) 802.11 BGN Wi-Fi, and it has... um, Pretty much the newest type of uh, Bluetooth that's out right now. Exactly. The only problem is it has the same issue that the Vita has, where the Vita, like, the Vita Slim has, it's awesome that the Vita Slim has internal memory. Because the Vita Fat, like, for lack of a better term. Vita Fat? The Vita Fat was a uh, fat feeder <laughs> was uh, <laughs> didn't have any storage so you had to you know if you didn't buy one of those ridiculously priced memory cards you're pretty much out the vita slim ha- just like the vita slim it has a gig of internal storage oh well, yeah it doesn't have the fat so they had to yeah but see that's the thing though like it okay we're taking the playstation tv and it's similar to a Roku box and all that other stuff. Okay. Now, by chance, the Roku box and the Apple TV don't have storage on them that much either. But everything is streamed. But if you're going to take the time to put storage in your device, why would you only put eight, a gig of space in there? Because it's better than nothing. I'd rather nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a gig, a gig is still a good amount of space. They could have just left it at nothing. Yeah, they could have. I do enjoy the fact that PlayStation decides they're going to jump into this market because um, 
Amazon has already made mentioned that they're going to jump into it, and they've right. they've already I believe they started selling them the uh, Fire TV, um, Amazon's Fire TVs, which are basically a PlayStation TV except it's not PlayStation. I mean, so. it's it's not a bad invention. If you when you when you when you hear someone talking about it, it's like wow, that invention would be great. That's awesome. I just don't like how they did it, but. It seems that this is just still the tri- trial and error phase. Yeah. Basically, you basically once it comes out, everybody's going to be a bit, anyone who buys it is going to be a beta tester for it. Yeah. But on that and note, then when someone actually uh, comes out with, uh, I, I guess I'll just say a PlayStation TV, but not actually the same name. When somebody actually comes out with that, and it does exactly what I said one should do, then everyone will just buy that. They won't buy the other ones because that's pretty much what people want. Yeah, they don't want to, they don't want extra work with something that's supposed to make it easier for them. Just yeah. saying. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. On that note, uh, we're gonna pretty much end the show today. Um, about right there. Uh, as always, you can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, YouTube Facebook, Facebook. Go to our website, otakuamerican.com. dot com. Uh, if you if you want to leave us a message or anything like that, you can email us at feedback at otakoamerican dot com. O t a k u a m e r i c a n dot com. As always, for Otaku by Otaku, um, love you guys. Thank you for tuning in time and time again. Listen to us talk about the latest tech, movies, anime, manga, comic books, TV shows. And uh, also, uh, remember to check out some of our other shows. We have a show um, called Nickels of Dimes 360 with myself and uh, Jay Optics. Jay Optics! And The Rhythm of Rebel. And also, um, that uh, E Magazine is coming to a newsstand, virtual newsstand near you, Centric Society, uh, with our friend uh, C Breezy. C Breezy! Uh, you can check out the Facebook for our um, gamer tags and uh, our. Uh, you can check out our west uh, website. We'll put a little post up of our gamer tags for yeah. different consoles and things. My, my like gamer that. tag. That's just, my gamer tag is the same gamer tag for everything. The console. Yeah. So, you know, you guys have a great day. Thanks a lot. Later. I love you guys. I'm not